Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the Valence with Sam podcast. On this week's episode, I share a sneak peek into some of the teachings that I do in my group coaching program because I just thought that this would be so relevant for you as a listener as you navigate your relationship with food and your body and become a mindful person who is showing up fully present in their lives. And I am so excited to bring this clip to you because I think it will shed some light on maybe why you are the way that you are and why you do the things that you do and how to shift them. We talk all about mindfulness, presence, and the impact of food and what food is actually used for. Food is used for hunger and health and that's it. And when we use food for anything other than that, that's when we can develop a poor relationship with food. So I'm really excited to tune into this week's episode. Just a reminder that my stress to success holiday guide to help you navigate eating around the holidays and just feeling good in your body and learning how to manage your emotions instead of eating them is out. And you can grab that through the link in my bio on Instagram or even the link in the show notes. And I am so excited to bring this course to you. It's $27 and it'll give you tools that you can have for life. It's a steal and I wanted to mark this down for my birthday, Cyber Monday, Black Friday, and just the week, the first week of December to give this back to you. So I love you so much. I'm excited to tune into the episode and I'll catch you on the other side. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The idea is that we have all these like parts of ourselves. And, um, when one of them is like totally unfulfilled or like just neglected, then we end up borrowing from other portions. And all of you are in this group because you've probably at all some point, if not currently have eight for emotions, right? Like eight to soothe, eight to cope, eight to numb, um, maybe mindlessly eight, whatever it is. Um, and, I found in my own experience and working with all of you and just generally having conversations around this, that if all of these aren't kind of out to here, like if we're, if we're thinking about like, this is total unfulfillment and this is like full fulfillment. If, if they're not mostly filled up, we're going to find something to fill it, right? We're going to fill the void with something. And typically if you've ever struggled with weight or food, it is food. Uh, and as you were mentioning retail therapy, maybe it's buying things, maybe it's shopping, maybe it's Amazon priming, whatever it is. Um, there's probably a lack of something going on here. So I'm going to send you guys out this as a little like journaling, like homework assignment. And I'm going to have you rate yourself on all of these things. How fulfilled are you in your finances, in your career, in your education, health, physical activity, home cooking, environment, relationships, social life, joy, spirituality, creativity. And I was doing this exercise for myself recently. And one of the things that was super low on my totem pole was education. I was like, haven't done that in a hot minute. Like, I'm just, 
I'm in my my space doing my thing, but I haven't really like learned in a professional sense in a, in a long time. And I'm like ready to do that. And part of this education for me personally is there could be days, there could be times throughout the day where I'm just like bored, right? Or like maybe at night, I'm like, what am I gonna do tonight? Like besides sit on the couch one net, net, Netflix. There's a time for that and I do it a lot, but sometimes I wanna do something else. And so this education piece for me in this next kind of phase of my life is going to be that thing that fills some of that time and makes me feel really good, makes me feel productive, like I'm growing. And so when you notice in your life, whatever that is, um, when you do this exercise, what's the lowest, the lowest numbers, that's the area that um, we're going to kind of like expand upon probably in our next call together because ultimately when you fill that up a little bit more you can so 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 be so aware of using food to kind of fill right because if we're if we're thinking about food I was just talking to Diana about this last week the only purpose of food is um, hunger and health And if you actually really take a step back, and I'm going to have you do this this week alongside this, really notice when do you eat when you're not hungry? Or do you overeat because something like tastes really good or maybe there's a fear that you won't get it again or whatever it is? Where is there any sort of, I'm eating right now, but I'm not hungry anymore. Maybe it's eating to prevent hunger. Maybe it's eating because you ha- you're going to have food FOMO or like someone else is eating. There's like so many times and ways that we could eat for anything other than hunger. And so I want you to notice when do you find yourself eating for anything but hunger? Because that is the core, 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 core part of either not being able to lose weight or not having a healthy relationship with food in your body if we're only using food for what it's meant for, that is when our bodies reach that natural set point of weight. They like are thriving at that place. So that's really what I want you to start thinking about. What in my life is not full? What am I also like, what am I hungry for? When you're not, eat, when you're not hungry and you're eating, what are you hungry for? What are you hungry for? So I've been sitting with this question a lot. Um, and for me, it was learning. Um, and also another thing was pleasure, like allowing myself pleasure. And I don't know if you guys can relate at all, but it's almost like there can be this messaging, especially in, um, in society generally where it's like the female in order to be good and be perceived as doing well, it's like, you have to be productive you have to keep going and doing and like serve. You got to serve. You got to serve. You got to serve. You put yourself last. You got to serve or else you're a bad mom or else you're a bad whatever. Right. And that's, that's just simply not true. Right. you you can be productive or not, but if we're putting all of our worth in our productivity and like going, 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 doing, 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 that's when we can get out of whack. So I want you to get curious with yourself and let me know, like you can, you can unmute if you're not already unmuted. Let me know, like, what does, what comes up for you after just having this little brief 
conversation about emotions, fulfillment, and eating for anything but hunger. Is it like a, oh my God, I totally do that. Or like, I don't use food or like a, I probably eat a lot for non-hunger and holy crap. (laughs) What is that? What is coming up for you? Oh my gosh, Sam. Thank you for sharing that because I realized that I was lacking like some of those areas, like joy and spirituality. And then I found joy in like this group and doing the challenges. And because I'm so focused on walking, which also brings me joy and drinking my water, I'm not snacking really at all anymore because I'm filling my time with stuff that brings me joy. So it's like, I'm not focused on the snacks anymore. Like I still, if I absolutely hungry, I'll have it. But like, because I'm focusing on what fills me up and brings me joy that I don't need to eat because I'm bored or eat because it's like in front of me anymore. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And I think going back to that, like for me, when I looked at those things, like there's certain areas where I felt like guilt and I realized like that guilt is a signal that I'm lacking in that area like Mm -hmm. you know and that's a a sign that and I'm trying to pay more attention to that type of stuff too like when I feel guilty like like kind of asking myself like what why are you feeling that way and what's something concrete you can do that to address the underlying cause and I feel like when I address those things like it makes me feel a lot better and it's probably because I'm like raising my rating and whatever that area is totally yeah there's no and I think like shame and guilt are such heavy emotions Mm. like they shame guilt and anger also anger is a masking emotion um and and these emotions like we aren't taught how to deal with them and we're also told like they're not good right so if we experience guilt shame um if we experience like anger any of these we're like Ah, what do I do with this? Like, I'm a psycho. Like, what's wrong with me? Why do I have a beast inside of me? It can feel that way. And you're like, I don't know how to handle this. I should just like, for me, my default was food for sure. Whether I realized it then or not, mm-hmm. it was just so fucking uncomfortable to be mad or angry. I wanted everyone to like me. I didn't, I would never have spoken my truth. And I was like, but I can eat. And then I'll <laughs> shove it down, right? It's like the beach ball. So I think too, like, when we can shift to that place of like unconditional love for ourselves, and we're just like, wow, wow. I just really need whatever. Like Katie, what is, what is one of the areas that you're like, oh, I really, yeah, I'm probably lacking in that. Well, it's, uh, I mean, for me right now, the main thing is like finances, but I was also thinking about it in like, so for example, like we joined this community garden this summer and like, I haven't, you're supposed to put in like community hours and I haven't done like any of it and my husband hasn't done any of it and then they're sending us these like guilt trip emails and at first I felt really bad and then I was like you know what like I took on too much like and I'm not gonna feel bad about that like I you know I took on too much and I'm trying to do the best I can and like you know they're just gonna have to accept that I wasn't able to like contribute as much as I thought I could Totally. Um, but um, I can't remember what your original question was. <laughs> the, the lacking thing. You were saying finance. Oh, yeah, but even finances. before you dig into I that, so about, I, think, I think for you, it's almost like notice it. And this is for all of you. Notice the guilt 
be like, okay, thank you. And then how do you take action from an empowered place? Not like a victim place, not like, a, oh, I fucked up. It's a, okay, yep, couldn't do the community garden. I took on way too much, overcommitted myself. What's going to make you feel better in that moment? Sending them an email being like, hey, just wanted to acknowledge that I signed up for this community garden and I did not show up and blah, 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 blah happened. It's no excuse, but I just wanted to acknowledge it. Thank yeah. you. Right? Like, would that make you feel better? I don't know. Like, what would yeah. make you feel better? Instead yeah, of being, I think oh, it's oh. stuff like that. It's like, it's, it's like rather than avoiding it, mm-hmm. it's like confronting it fit head on and, and not trying to like hide behind anything, you know, just like saying like, I, yeah, like, like with my finances, like looking at my bank account every day, like that's what I'm trying to do now, mm-hmm. just so I get like comfortable with that, like uncomfortable with like looking at something that I don't like looking at, like, <laughs> I just don't like dealing with that stuff. So the first step for me is just to like face it mm-hmm. and totally, um, yeah, or like, you know, and then, yeah, and communicating, like communicating with my husband if, about things that like, if I feel overwhelmed, like just let putting it out there so that I'm not sitting with that guilt. It's not like all inside. Cause I think a lot of us try to like be like internalize things and then it just builds and builds and builds and mm-hmm. only gets worse. Yeah, totally. Can anyone else relate to that feeling of like, I don't know how to express myself. So it's easier to just not. I, mine are like a little, it's kind of tangential, kind of related to that. Like I, my, I don't really eat when I'm not like, I don't during the weekdays or whatever. I like don't binge. I don't really eat when I'm not hungry, but I overeat when something tastes good and I am fearful of like eating out or going to big social events because I fear the lack of control that I will have around those things. And so like, I prefer just to not so that I don't have to deal with it. Like I'm like, all right, that's where I have some anger too, where I'm like, um, back before COVID um, hit and I was in my school building all the time, there was always food in the staff room, constant food. And I would be so annoyed. Like my, my reaction would be pure annoyance that like, why do people have to bring in food all the time? It's mm-hmm. tempting me. Like, why do they need to do this? And it's like more than I have to require more willpower and strength that I didn't like, I didn't bring this food in. I didn't ask for this. And, um, and it would have, mm-hmm. and I would like then either have to make the decision or I was like not go in the staff room or like, it was this matter of like, I didn't want to face that because I was afraid I would overeat because it would be something that I don't normally allow myself or whatever and wouldn't want to deal with that. Um, mm-hmm. And that was kind of, um, so again, not quite the same. Um, Katie, but like yeah um, it's the same pattern right it's the it's the avoidant attachment pattern yeah like which we probably all have had at some point you know it's like um it's easier to avoid or to deny than to face and that's just I mean we could talk about this like for hours basically but it's typically from childhood like it's just patterning from childhood and like how maybe your feelings or your needs or whatever were responded to as a kid and, and that's a pattern that we just go through life with. Um, and if we don't address it, then it can totally like wreak, like wreak havoc and like sabotage us. So I would invite all of you, if you notice this pattern in yourself to ask yourself, like, what, what am I avoiding? Just get curious with yourself. What am I avoiding? Um, and another question to ask is what am I pretending not to know? 
that's an uncomfortable question, <laughs> but it unlocks so much truth because when you're in a position, maybe well, let's just use money because you brought that up, Katie. And I think that's a really good one because it's so easy to like when your relationship with money is not as healthy as you would want it to be, it's easier to not look at it, to be like, oh, I don't want to deal with it. Like, ugh, right. But when we bring it, when we invite it in and we're like, all right, this is not what I want it to be, but like, it's not going to get any better if I don't face it. It's like the same with what you put in your body. <laughs> like it's easier to not observe and be mindful of what we eat, but then you feel kind of icky and your body is like, Bleh. right. And it's the same, like your, your body and your bank account are like very, um, they're very parallel, mm-hmm. right? When you track how much you spend and how much you make and you know the things, it's really easy to either grow or shrink your bank account. It really is. It's just energy. And the same with your body. When you know how much food you're eating, you know how, how much you're moving, it's relatively easy to, you know, there's obviously the, uh, the person part of it, the feelings and the emotions and all the hormones that a bank account doesn't have, but it's very similar. <laughs> and like when you're aware of the intake and the outtake, or the, the spending and the expenditure, you can start to understand <laughs> my bank account and hormones. <laughs> I, think all, I think all of our bank accounts do. <laughs> yeah, you can totally like, can you see the parallel? It's like when you avoid, you don't face, you can't make it better. So yeah. ask yourself, like, what are you avoiding? I lived in a chronic state of avoidance with every part of my life. It was, I mean, I didn't know any better. It was just like, I didn't know how to face hard things, but you've already done it in this part of your life, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, this is unlocking the same thing for you in other parts too. So it's like, everything is everything. How you do one thing is how you do everything, right? If you are intentional Mm -hmm. with your eating, you're going to be intentional with your spending and you're going to be intentional with your communication. You're going to be intentional with your relationship and the sex you have and the the clothes you buy and the whatever you're just going to be intentional if you're like fuck it whatever you're going to do that with everything right so it's just like noticing like what is your patterning and it's like it's it's all good but you can change it at any time so it puts you back in the power seat yeah and i like what you said about like earlier about like then you're asking yourself those questions and kind of naming whatever like the thought is that's going on in your head so like you know when you're like reaching into the cupboard because you know for some junk food if you ask yourself why and you name it you're like oh it's because I'm bored then that empowers you to like you know go do address yeah yeah, go do something (laughs) else and be like oh well why am I bored you know (laughs) maybe I need to take a class or maybe like Mm-hmm. maybe I should do the thing that I'm avoiding yeah <laughs> it's a full circle maybe I should just go to bed yeah. like but yeah it's like just being honest with yourself yeah but that's hard it is hard um but it's worth it yeah it, because ultimately there's a really hard phase <clears throat> and then the hard phase becomes um less hard and then you just maintain your new reality like mm-hmm you have freedom on the other side. It's not like it's, it's not hard forever. It's hard in that transition phase, right? Mm -hmm. It's hard when 
you get on the scale when you're like, whoa, okay, that's where I'm at, right? When you've been not, like when you've been avoiding it, like the plague, mm-hmm. and then you get on it and you're like, okay, that's that, right? I remember for me, when I first uh, like started realizing like just how like bad I had treated myself, and I was like, okay, like I'm gonna get on the scale. I hadn't been on the scale in like years. I got on the scale, I was like, whoa. And it's like, I could have just got on the scale like four years ago to just like give myself a reality check. But I was like totally living in this like, I'm fine. It's not that bad space. And once I did it there, I started doing it everywhere. I started doing it with my bank account. I started doing it with my relationships. I started doing it with my business. Like, oh, it'll be fine. I'll figure it out. And like, you don't, (laughs) you don't. So taking ownership and like also having the, um, it's like, this is, this is the most empowering thing you can do for yourself because nobody will do it for you. And it's Mm -hmm. like, once you realize that and you're all here realizing that like, oh shit. Yeah. Like I have the power. You guys have the power. It's like, you can take it one little baby step at a time. Like you don't have to, you don't want to reinvent yourself, everything, every part of you. That's like very scary and like just won't work but you can start to notice what is the next part of me that is becoming, right? You're becoming in your health, in the way that you treat food in your body. What is the next part of me? You know, after you start getting a hang of this, like Katie, you've been doing this work for a few months now and you're like in your jam and you're you're feeling it out. You're like, all right, I know what I need. Like I got to do my grocery shopping or else I don't eat well. And Mm -hmm. I know I need to move my body in this way. And I know I like about like going out for walks and I know all these things. Okay. And then you can kind of just practice maintaining those habits. And then you, you'll know, like your intuition knows when it's time for something and it's like, then it gets to be the next thing. Yeah. Explore that. You're right. It's like you, I feel like I've been tackling these and all of us, like we've been tackling these different habits, like one at a time. And like we were saying on our, our call this week, like sometimes it's two steps forward, one step back. Like when I started working out again, all of a sudden, like my eating got all out of whack. Cause I was just like freaking hungry all the time. So, so, but I still like, you know, maintain some of those habits I had before as I was incorporating this new one. And, and then it's like, okay, now I have to go back and like readdress the, like how I prepare my food for the day and time out my meals. And, Mm -hmm. but it's, and I kind of am noticing it's like the next thing I need to work on will be like, it'll just be like screaming for attention. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. do you guys like each habit has its time? Mm -hmm. You got to roll. Yeah, Bye, Lisa. I don't, I don't. Bye, you guys. You. I'll see you tomorrow, Sam. Okay, sounds good. Bye. Yeah, that's your intuition. Mm-hmm. Your intuition is so fucking cool. I've been just doing a lot of um, tapping into mine, and I think that's like where we can get into so much trouble when we're so disconnected from our body, right? When we're so disconnected from who we are, which is like our body and not our mind. Our mind is crazy. And when we make decisions based on what we've been told or what we believe, or like, I don't deserve this, or I'm not worthy unless, or I can't have this, or like all the stuff, all the drama, then like, we don't get to step into the next version. But like, when we listen to our body, when I say to you guys, 
you are enough just as you are, that can feel really uncomfortable in your head. But then in your body, you're like, I know that to be true. It's very uncomfortable, but like, I know that at a core level, it's just like, uh, or maybe it's like processing or maybe it's like landing, but it's like your intuition, your body knows exactly what's best for you. Whether it's like, should I eat French fries or should I eat baked potatoes? Maybe it's French fries one day. Maybe it's baked potatoes one day, right? Your body literally knows. It knows when you ask it, like practice asking it, what do I need to eat right now? Like, what do I need? What do you need? Right. It will, it will speak to you, not in English, but in (laughs) sensations and emotions, right? Start practicing listening turning inwards, asking yourself, what kind of movement do I need today? Do I actually, is this workout really what I need? Or do I need to just like chill or, or what, what do I need? Am I really hungry? Like really turning inwards because even I can't tell you the best workout plan or the calories to follow. Like, I don't know. I don't know how many calories you need. That would be crazy. But like, we can think that anything outside of us has the answers. But really you do. You have a hunger cue. You got the fullness cue. Right? Your body knows how, knows how it needs to be moved. And so continually practicing turning into that. It's actually really cool because you realize that you have all the answers inside of you. Right. And then like you have the guide, you know, we have this container as you continue to grow. But practicing asking inside first and then getting support. Do I know this actually, or am I just being lazy (laughs) and I just want the answer? (laughs) Does that resonate for you guys? Like how often do you turn inwards? Do you feel like it's hard for you to do that or to be with yourself? Do you tend to naturally kind of like uh, ask or not ask at all? I'm curious to hear where you guys are at with that. I would say go ahead Diane no okay I'll be quick um I just gonna say that does resonate with me I feel like uh just this morning I like started like I don't even know what you call it like storm eating just like shoveling things into my mouth and I like I couldn't literally couldn't stop I was like I'm I just I don't feel satiated but I never stopped to kind of like ask myself like why like why am I so hungry um and it and like it was I was by myself (laughs) and so I felt like okay I don't need to look good my husband's not here I don't you know need to like put out a front that I'm like being healthy no one was here so I was just like okay time to just let go Mm -hmm. and so um yeah it, it I don't even know what the question was, but <laughs> I just felt like I yeah. just felt like I couldn't stop. Um, mm-hmm. And it's and it's like, yeah, I never I never even asked myself. I was just like, this feels good. This is like what I normally do. So mm-hmm. it's comforting. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Can anyone relate? I know I can. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And I think sometimes like when I'm in that place, I don't, it's, it's so hard to ask that question because you don't, you don't really want to like, but, but I think the times that I have gotten myself, you know, to ask that question of myself, 
like I learned I learned a lot about myself and like mm-hmm. like you're a little baby and you have to be like are you are you hungry like do you need to sleep do you need to poop like <laughs> like you know do you need to go outside what mm-hmm. yeah totally Katie I think too like on a core level doing that is uh can be our body's way of being like like it's it's almost it feels unsafe to be healthy or to make the decision that empowers you and what I mean is like if you're so used to doing the thing that doesn't that doesn't move you forward like you're just used to not making a healthy choice or or like you're used to overeating or whatever and it's like it's just not habit for you yet so it can be this like negative spiral and then you like spiral and you keep going because you're like fuck it what's the point but soon for everyone when your awareness point of like what you're doing happens it's going to move a little bit earlier so it's going to go from like happening after being like oh fuck what did I just do like oh like mad at yourself to like maybe as you're finishing and then like in the middle of it and then like at the beginning of it and then like before it and that's really all that's happening is like you're being more and more and more and more mindful and conscious of what you're doing because you're going to choose you and the woman you want to be over the woman you were and that's it it's that choice of who do I who do I get to be what would that woman be doing? What would she be doing? And like reverse engineer. Friend, I hope that you really enjoyed this week's episode. I absolutely loved talking all about things, mindfulness and food, intentionality. And I think the biggest thing was that avoidance attachment, right? When we avoid, it's easier to avoid, but we never get to change it. We can't fix it. So when we avoid, it's not that we fail. We just can't make it better. So a reminder to face those fears head on. Notice that we all have those scary things, whether it's from acknowledging how much you ate in that day or whether it's how much money you have in your bank account, whatever it is, acknowledge it, face it, and then you can take your power back and make a move from the place of power and not victim. Remember, one thing is how you do everything. If you're going to be intentional with your eating, you will be with your spending and your relationships and it just trickles everywhere else. So start practicing with food and notice how it changes in the rest of your life. I'm so excited to hear what you think from this episode. Please head over to Instagram, send me a DM at Salty Lifts. I would absolutely love to hear from you. It seriously makes my heart so warm and fuzzy inside when you guys DM me, send me messages, let me know if these episodes help, and it's how I keep creating more content for the podcast. I'm really, really excited to wrap up 2020 with you in the next few weeks, and I look forward to catching you on next week's episode. I love you so much. I am so grateful for you. And just a reminder to snag your stress to success guide to help you navigate your feelings, emotions, and food during the holiday season. I love you guys. Catch you next week.